we read in Scripture that things happened among the Old Testament people that are examples for us, so that we won't crave evil things, but also to demonstrate adoration for Jehovah. Welcome to In the Bullpen, Up and Ready, a ministry of developing contenders. The call has come. You need to get up and ready now. And look who's coming up. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. The very first comments Charles Spurgeon makes about Psalm 114 are these words. The song begins with a burst, as if the poetic fury could not be restrained but overlapped all bounds. Psalm 114 is a psalm remembering and rejoicing in Jehovah's deliverance of his people out of bondage and of his leading them into the promised land. Hear now God's word, holy, inspired, and infallible in Psalm 114. When Israel went forth from Egypt, the house of Jacob from a people of strange language, Judah became his sanctuary. Israel, his dominion. The sea looked and fled. The Jordan turned back. The mountains skipped like rams, the hills like lambs. What ails you, O sea, that you flee? O Jordan, that you turn back. O mountains, that you skip like rams. O hills, like lambs. Tremble, O earth, before the Lord, before the God of Jacob, who turned the rock into a pool of water, the flint into a fountain of water. I believe there are three major sections in this psalm. In verses 1 and 2, the psalmist recalls God's deliverance of his people from slavery in Egypt. And the triune God not only delivered them, but was their high priest and king. In verses 3 through 6, we see that all nature is moved by the presence of the Lord. The Red Sea is parted as the people are on their way out of bondage, and the Jordan is parted as the people are on their way into the promised land. In verses 7 and 8, we have the proper response to the person and work of King Jesus. And it is for all the earth and all those who live on it to tremble, and then to worship and adore. Listen to these words from Isaac Watts. Let every mountain, every flood retire, and know the approaching God, the King of Israel. See him here. Tremble thou earth, adore and fear. In verse 8, we see that the psalmist is pointing back to Exodus 17.6, when Moses struck the rock at Horeb and the water flowed abundantly, providing for all the people to drink. But also he is looking forward to Christ Jesus. As Paul writes in 1 Corinthians 10.4, all drank the same spiritual drink. For they were drinking from a spiritual rock which followed them, and the rock was Christ. So what are we to glean as we read, pray, and sing this psalm? One thing is that we're to remember the people of God delivered from Egypt and brought into the promised land, and that they are our people. This is our history. More so, this psalm should direct our thoughts, desires, actions, and worship to our faithful God. 
May the majesty of our triune Lord cause us to live with a holy awe and leap with joy. We must see in this psalm our own deliverance from bondage to sin and that our entrance into the promised land is guaranteed in and through Christ Jesus. It ought to work in us a continually increasing awe and love for Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Get your eyes up, fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, and be ready to deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow him. (laughs) 